Hey everybody, I am Stephanie Goss and this is an episode of the Uncharted Podcast. This week on the podcast, Andy and I are joined by special guest Sean Wilkie from Talkatu. For those of you guys who haven't seen Talkatu yet, they are a desktop dictation solution that augments your current workflow using speech-to-text capability, and it really does work with the veterinary vocabulary. It's not uh, the same old software that we're used to when it comes to dictation in the veterinary space. So we're going to talk a little bit about what makes Talkatu different, how it can really help every member of the team get more efficient and speedy, which is something that I know a lot of us would love right about now with the workflow challenges that a lot of us are facing. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in, come sit down and join us while we chat with Sean and let's dive into it. And now, the Uncharted Podcast. And we are back. It's me and Stephanie. Raise your voice, Goss. <laughs> How's it going, Andy? It's good. It's good. I don't know if you remember the movie Raise Your Voice. No. No. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. You can go- It's. You can Google it. Just to see that it happened. Well, when and, you said the name, I was like, um, is this a pop culture reference that I should know that I don't? Because I don't, I don't got yeah, that one. No, it was, it, <laughs> these are the things that you know when you have daughters that, okay. that come up. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, how you been? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's been a, um, we're having a heat wave in Washington. It, we're supposed to get up to like 68 degrees this, uh, this weekend, which is, Super, super exciting. So I have been uh, trying to work outside as much as possible. That's 68 Fahrenheit for all our Canadian friends who are worried about your health uh, <laughs> yes. and safety. Yeah, True story. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got another load of mulch because the spring is here. And so uh-huh. I'll be mulching like a madman. And then we have uh, Uncharted Vet Conference coming up at us that you and I will be doing. So we've got yeah, that. We Actually, do. that will probably be. That will either be going on or uh, having just, just ended when this episode comes out. Yeah, I'm getting excited. It's going to be a get the next week is going to be busy, busy, busy. We've got a question that I want to unpack here, and we've got a special guest who's going to help us run through it. So the uh, so the question I want to go after today is help help the doctors or a doctor is resisting medical uh, electronic medical records oh yeah that's a that's a big one and i still get that as uh at lectures all the time there will be hands that go up and essentially the way this manifests is there's two ways it manifests there is there is the practice that's like we are trying to get with the program and have electronic records and we have the doctor who is the medical director the owner the most senior doctor and they have the clout to actually grind this thing to a halt mm-hmm. or sometimes it is sometimes and i will say i have seen this as the head technician i have seen this as the office manager i have seen all of those positions grind the whole thing to a halt yeah and that is that is somebody who's got real clout in the practice but it definitely happens the other way it manifests that i see is everybody's on board except for this one vet <laughs> who is just kicking and screaming and and sometimes to to a to a point of detriment that's not okay like they're just not writing up their charts right and I, that sounds ridiculous 
I have a hundred percent saying, and you guys, if you think about it, you know, oh yeah, some of the vets out there who just aren't doing their stuff, oh yeah, because they're like, I'm not, I'm not doing this, and and God love them, we can we can sort of talk about why that is in a minute, but um, but you've seen that, well yeah, absolutely, it's uh, you know, the clinic that still has paper charts and. You go, hey, where's, you know, Fluffy Jones's chart? And you go into the office and the one doctor's desk has got 45 charts piled on it, mm-hmm. waiting, to, waiting to be written up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's why I said God love them, too. You know, we've seen I don't want to even make this a generational thing. I, I think there is a general generational component because I think I think it's hard to be under, you know, under 30 and not be pretty comfortable with a keyboard just mm-hmm. because of how how ubiquitous technology is in our society now versus how it was, you know, 30 years ago. But you see, you see vets that are, uh, they're hunting pecking. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They've got their two finger typing and it takes a long time and they're busy and they've got, you know, that caseload that we do. And again, not okay to not write up your medical records, mm-hmm. but it, I understand how it happens. Well, and I think on the flip side of that, you know, and a little bit from a generational perspective is that I, that I often see it on the flip side with young doctors that have just come out of vet school, especially a vet school where they have paper charts and don't have a mm-hmm. computerized EMR. And so they are used to writing these ridiculously thorough records on paper. And yeah. so they they come into the practice and get started and they're still in that headspace of, I need to write these ginormously detailed um, thorough, legally defensible medical records that are like five pages long for every patient that they see. And just doing that without having a system, even if you move into a clinic where they are using some level of computerized records is a really difficult transition. And so I often see that with newer grads too, where they just get struggled. They struggle because they're getting bogged down in the detail writing with the charts. Yeah, no, I agree. We have a guest today. Uh, his name is Sean Wilkie. Sean is the CEO of Talkatu, which is a dictation software mm-hmm. app. I don't know, what, Sean. What would you call it? Is it? Would you say? Do you say it's an app? Do you say it's a software? Do you say what? How do you? How do you describe Talkatu? Yeah. So we're dictation software that works on any computer. So whether it's a right. Mac or PC, that's what we do. Yeah, I've got I've I've got the app on my phone. I've got you know what I mean. I, I've got it across uh, across platforms, things like that. Sean, you um you are a serial entrepreneur and a technician enthusiast. You have worked uh, you worked in other industries. You are not native to vet medicine, uh, correct? Yeah, that's right, Andy. I've been mostly in technology my whole life. Uh, you were um you were a finalist for the Ernst and Young Entrepreneur Award in 2018. And uh, you, I love this. You also, uh, when you're not doing tech stuff or vet stuff, you volunteer as a firefighter and uh, you're an avid traveler. You got it, man. That, that's a pretty good summary. Mm, very cool. Well, you know, you and I met when, uh, so let me, you and I met, I'll tell you how you, how do you, you don't even know this, but I'll tell you. You and I met when I started seeing talk to um ads on instagram on facebook on my social media and i was going who are these guys you know and uh the the way that talk to is put forward as far as dictation software and how well it would work it was it was i just be honest it was almost hard to believe at the beginning i was like i don't, I don't know these guys 
And this looks almost too good to be true in what they're putting forward. And then as I was looking at this stuff, I think you sent me an email and just said, hey, uh, I do talk to you. I, I like your social media stuff. I'm familiar with the things that you work on. Would you be up for giving it a try and just seeing what you think? And I, I was like, I, I got to I got to see this. And so, uh, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. That is that was our first interaction, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that was somebody on the marketing team had reached out to you, Andy. And yeah, it's been uh, been a couple of conversations since then. So pretty excited to be with you today. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for being here. The The way mm-hmm. it worked for me was, um, you know, so I talked to your team and they said, yeah, yeah, go, we'll go ahead. We'll, we'll set you up. Go ahead and, and try this out. And they directed me to the app and they directed me uh, to the website and everything. And so I got it set up and I was just messing around with it. I was like, this is this is pretty impressive. And then you and I talked directly and you were like, oh, you know, here's here's how you really do it. And you walked me through using an external microphone and it just unlocked this next level. And I was like, oh man, this is, this is legit. Like this is honestly what, what was advertised as far as the ease and convenience of being able to uh, just, just talk and have it, you know, have it, have it fill out my medical records. It's not even like it generates into some, you know, specific document and you cut and paste. Like it, it works. It goes straight into whatever program you're using. Why don't you start at the top? If you don't mind, just to sort of lay the context for our, for our conversation about dictation and getting medical records done, uh, why don't you just at a high level talk talk about how you came into the vet industry, and then why don't you talk about sort of what your goals and vision for talking to were? Yeah, sounds great. So happy to happy to take that question. So, I guess how I came into the industry, Andy, is kind of by accident, and I think that happens to a lot of people more and more these days, kind of stumbling into veterinary medicine. So I came into the industry uh, alongside Nuance. Uh, with another company called Dragon Veterinary, which is another company that I founded back in 2017. And I was, you know, working with Nuance, selling their human medical product with an adaptive piece of software that we had built uh, to specialize the medical software to the veterinary industry. And, you know, the company was growing. We had a great team, um, but I was kind of annoyed with the software model. The model that we were selling back at Dragon Veterinary was we'd sell a box of software with a microphone and a CD. Now we were we were literally shipping CDs in 2019. If you can <laughs> like the America Online thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, with a free subscription to AOL. Yeah. And so we were we were shipping this stuff. And I was thinking to myself, this just doesn't make sense. I, I kind of had a background in software as a service or SAAS or SaaS. And you know, my first company that kind of kind of went to a bit, you know, it wasn't a, wasn't a home run, but it was a base hit, was a company that I started alongside with Google in 2007. And so I was selling cloud software in 2007. I was selling subscription software in 2007. And, and I grew that business and it was a fun business. And then fast forward to 2019, I'm selling box software and I'm giving my head a shake and saying like, this just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, I decided that I wanted to get out of the industry. One of my partners bought me out and, and he's a great guy and, and they run a great company, the, the people at Dragon Veterinary. So it showed out to my competition, which used to be my business partner. Um, but I, I took some time back and, you know, I just decided to get out. 
at that point, I was sitting down having coffee uh, with a buddy of mine, Ivan Zach, my co-host of the podcast that I run. And I said, Ivan, what are we going to do? He had just sold his company to IDEX. I just sold my company to my business partner. And I was like, you know what? I I don't know what we should do, but I think maybe we should start a podcast. So we started the podcast and I was doing that for a little while. And then I was like, you know what? I I miss that industry. And so I raised a million bucks and... A friend of mine partnered with me and we started talking to and that that's kind of our origin story is we kind of were involved in this industry and kind of stepped back a little bit and then came at it again with a company that we owned. And that's how talk to got started. Yeah. Well, talk to me a little bit about the vision as you were going in. Right. So you've already you've already been in this game and then you sold to your partner and you stepped away and you took a break. Uh, I don't imagine that you would be like, you know what? I want to go back and do the exact same thing I was doing before. I imagine you had a different vision or objectives or your experience had had, had made you feel like like you, you, there's a different approach that was worthwhile, whether, whether it was your needs or whether it was needs of the vet practice. Talk to me a little bit about that, kind of yeah. like what, what you were trying to manifest. Yeah, let's double click that for sure. So I'll tell you exactly what happened. So we were running a good business, a great group of people, great employees. We were helping people. But we kept running up against the same problem is we'd go to a large consolidator group or some practice that had 50 veterinarians and we'd sell them a couple copies of software because of the cost. And this was soul crushing to me. The way that I think about voice recognition and dictation software is it's great for every single person in the clinic potentially. So not Mm -hmm. just the veterinarians, but the technicians, the receptionists, anybody that's wasting their life typing on a keyboard, you know, and I think that kind of comes back to one of the things that Stephanie said early on is our demographic that uses our software, our power users are people in their late 20s to mid 30s. They're not Mm -hmm. the 65 year old vet that hunts and pecks. We have them, too. But the people that really get maximum benefit from our software are the people that want to have those thorough medical records that don't want to type for the rest of their life. So it's really interesting. And that's been an interesting dynamic that we've kind of unpacked as we've got to over a thousand users with our software. And it's it's very interesting. But I think the, the big innovation was licensing dictation software in a way that the entire practice can use it. And it wasn't yeah. possible in the other model because it was just too expensive. You know, with, mm-hmm. with Talkatu, you can have five users use our product for less than 200 bucks a month. You can have 10, use it for not much more, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 1,000 people because we're yeah. in control of the licensing model and it scales up with the size of the customer. I think when we first started talking with you, Sean, when Andy had been using it, um, and I found out the about the product, that was the first thought that I had had because I had used dictation software previously in practice um, for, for not your target demographic, for the older vet who was having trouble transitioning to EMR, right? And we needed something. And this was a vet who had had horrid handwriting from the start. So they were used to using a typewriter and would literally sit there and hunt and peck with the typewriter for hours on end. And it was it was really um, a cost factor that really kept us from looking at how do we leverage this in other ways. And so that was definitely something that intrigued me as a manager is, OK, this product actually has a model that I could even 
consider looking at in a medium size, you know, four to five doctor practice, you've got a team of 20 or 30 people. And if you're talking about, you know, buying a, a software license and a microphone for all of those people that that in the past was really cost prohibitive. Yeah, absolutely, Stephanie. And, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do with Docatu is simplify everything. So make it easy to use, make it efficient and make it everywheres. And so the everywheres is a unique one. Like if we look at the old model of dictation, it's installed on one computer and that that's it. So we knew that it needed to be a cloud-based system that would have the intelligence of your user profile and the things that you teach it, no matter where you were at. If you were on a Mac, it would work there. If you were on a PC, it would work there. And our vision for the future is we want it to be on the iPhone, the iPad, the Android phone, the Android tablet, all of those places. And then the other thing that we've done, because simple is good. I think simple is better. You know, with the other people that sell dictation, the other companies, not just Dragon, but others, there's all these add-on fees. There's like a fee for extra microphones, for support, for training. Everything's mm -hmm. included with Talkatu. If you buy your software, you get the fancy microphone. It's included in your subscription. Everything's included. There's no add-ons. There's no BS. There's no complication. It's one number once a month. Pick the number of people you want to use it. We don't even care if you install it on 100 computers. It's licensed per user or per speaker. Yeah. Talk, talk a little bit about the flexibility. So that that's something that, that I've been impressed with is um, I can I can use it across all my devices and I can also use it with uh, different practice management softwares. I can use it to type email. I can use it uh, as Word documents like I, I can use it ac across platforms. And so there's not any of this like, does this work with our practice management software? So just just real quick, can you, can you sort of lay out lay out that concept in a way that people can sort of visualize it. Yeah, that, that's a really great question. So thanks for it. So we knew going into this that if we wanted to do direct integrations with all the PIM softwares and all of the other softwares that were out there, we would die a death of a thousand integrations and we'd yeah. run out of money and we'd be done as a company. So we made very intentional design decisions when we were creating the software that we would work wherever the cursor is. So, so this is, it's almost too much for people to handle because we work everywhere. If you can place the cursor and type with your keyboard, Talkatu will work there. We don't require a single integration. We actually integrate with every piece of software that runs in Windows, regardless of whether it's in the vet space or not, and every single piece of software that was ever made for an Apple computer. And that's, Part of our beauty is you can use it for all of your needs. So if you want to write a love letter, Andy, to your wife, you can use Talkatu for that. If you want to write a medical record about Fluffy the cat, you can do that. Wherever you type, you can use Talkatu. Talk to me about um, vocabulary, because that is one of the things when I was first looking at it, I fight with Alexa uh, all the time. She's, <laughs> she's, she just turned blue and she's looking at me. Um, I fight with her all the time. Uh, I think it's partly my accent. I think it's. I think there may be a personal grudge uh, that Jeff Bezos has against me. Uh, there's there's things like that. Uh, Siri never works for me. Uh, I I think it's maybe partly the accent, uh, but I don't know. I just I've always struggled with that. Talk to me about about Talkatu as far as navigating accents, uh, different regionalities, and then also vet speak. Yeah, great. So the first thing that we need to talk about is what's called a neural net. And 
now we're going to get really technical just for a quick second. So a neural, a neural net is a massive computer network. And the way that Takatu works is we're built on top of the largest neural net in the world. So our software is leveraging the fastest supercomputer that ever existed that literally has, I think, 30 geographical locations and more processor and memory than we can even imagine. So we're, we're using this massive supercomputer to do the dictation. In addition to being on built on top of this supercomputer, we have access to more data than any other speech recognition company. And because we have access to this massive data set, which was partially built by us, we actually partnered with a couple of Canadian universities when it comes to the vet speak part and got a bunch of fourth year vet students to pretend that they were veterinarians. Um, so that was a fun project. Uh, we can talk a little bit, little bit about it later if you'd like. But so we, we've got this massive computer, we've got a massive data set, and then we have a big data set that we formed through this partnership with universities in Canada. And then we have our user data that's been dumped on top of it. So it's kind of like this, this ever-evolving voice model that gets better every single day. And it's all about the amount of data. So I don't know if that makes sense. So I might have to unpack it for a little bit more for you. So, Sean, if I if I followed that nerd speak uh, correctly, <laughs> I tried to go easy on you, Stephanie. Sorry. <laughs> no, <it's good>. um, <laughs> uh, what what I got out of that is that you, um, you because you guys have the data and you're tying it to the user experience with the program as you get more users who have different accents are regional to different areas of the United States or Canada or across the world, their experience with the program, the more they speak, the more that the software learns their nuances, it betters the experience for others because the software is learning from that. That's right. With one important caveat. And so I think there's there's something that's really important to unpack here is so privacy and security are paramount to us as a company. And so when we started to go down this road of building Talkatu, we knew that we wanted to potentially arrive in the human medical market at some point. So we're a HIPAA compliant solution, which means that our data that we have on our users doesn't get attached to our user's information and it gets obfuscated, which means kind of like buried and non in a non-identifiable way. In order for us to have this HIPAA compliance, we needed to be very intentional about the way that we architect our data and the way that we use the data to improve the model. But we spent a ton of time doing that so that we can actually benefit from the data, but not jeopardize any of the security of any of our customers. That's one of the things that when it comes to technology, that there are a lot of veterinarians who have been hesitant to use different platforms, especially as things have shifted towards cloud-based because the privacy of their data and the privacy of their clients' information has always been at the forefront of people's minds, right? So I think a lot of the times veterinarians have been hesitant to use 
programs that integrate with our software for that very reason. And so I think that uh, that coming at it from that human medicine side, even though we don't have HIPAA compliance uh, at this point to consider, I think is a is a super smart move. And I know it definitely uh, played a part in some of the conversations that I had with with the vets in the in the practice about using the software and and really trying it out. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, we we've got a couple of corporate consolidators, some of the biggest ones in the industry that are just starting to roll out Talkatu. And it was actually in their contract. It was a huge mm-hmm. surprise to us. You know, we went to sign these contracts with these consolidators, but they requested or required us to be a HIPAA compliant solution in vet med, not mm-hmm. for the patient confidentiality reasons, but for the privacy and security concerns within their larger IT organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. What, uh, Sean, what advice do you have for a practice that is looking at uh, voice dictation and, and thinking that this might be worth a try in their practice? They're not sure how the team is going to kind of buy into it. They want this to go as smoothly as possible. Uh, g- help me get started here. Like just your advice, because you've gotten how many uh, hospitals have you, have you gotten set up now? You said you've, you know, you've got over a thousand users, uh, hundreds of hospitals. What are some best practices for rolling this out to the team to setting people up for success? Yeah, so we just crossed our 350 hospital today, but we are also starting to add tomorrow. Uh, we've sold licenses for an additional 100 hospitals. So that that's one of these mysterious customers that I'm not allowed to name, but mm-hmm. we're rolling out to 100 of their hospitals starting like tomorrow, actually. So we'll be up around 500 hospitals real quick. Um, and what advice? So- I've got lots, actually. Um, So the biggest challenge with dictation software is change management, which which might be surprising, but it's not the software working or the this or the that or the hardware. It's none of those things. It's veterinarians have worked in a lot of cases the same way for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. That means that they've been doing medical records the same way for a really, really long time, Andy. And if you expect them to just like change everything about the way that they work and don't support them through that process, guess what? I'm not going to use it. They're going to buy it and they're not going to use it. And I'm sure there's a ton of people that can relate to that when it comes to any software. Mm -hmm. So we've got a very methodical approach. Um, when it comes to rolling out for hospitals over 10 users. And hospitals under 10 users can benefit from this approach as well. And it starts with getting buy-in with everybody and getting the buy-in from the right place. So the head of the hospital says to their team, we've invested in this software. We really want you to give it a try. We really want you to be patient with it and try it for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and get some feedback. And so our process is that. We do a show and tell for every user in the hospital that's going to use it. Everybody's on a Zoom call, or that's what it's been lately. Mm-hmm. Um, we get people excited about the software. We show them how it works in an ideal environment. We set everything up for them. So all they have to do is walk up to the computer, place the cursor, and press the button on the microphone and begin to speak. And we check in, we have a, we have, we get every hospital to name a success person on their team. That's a younger person, maybe gets technology, friendly person that likes everybody and everybody likes them. And that person watches for the, for every week. 
and they see if anybody's struggling or if anybody has issues and they help them. And once a week, we meet with that person and we say, how's it going? Any issues, anything that we can help with? They tell us, we fix the issues. And then week two, we actually send a survey out at the end of week two to all of the users. How's it going? Any issues? Get the issues, help them with the issues, meet with Mm -hmm. the success person on the Friday, do the same thing the next week. And at the end of the four weeks, we meet with everybody again. We say, how did it go? Do you have any issues or problems? By that time, within one month, we've got at least 50% of the people that tried it turned into power users that won't give up the microphone no matter how much you pay them. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I love I love the the champion in the practice approach. I mean, that's just that's classic change management. I really like it. And it, and it's all about change management, guys. Like it's it's not about buying a mythical magical silver bullet and walking away from it. Any piece of software can benefit from a change management approach, and we find ever since we've started to do this, we've got people that are like we have a we have a guy that's dictated 150,000 words in the last 30 days. Put that in perspective, 80 pages of medical records in the last 30 days. Wow. That's a lot. I wish you had a, a before picture of his desk because I would like yeah. to see the after picture. <laughs> 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 When all like, the we had a receptionist working here that we didn't even know. Like we'd forgotten she worked. She was just her whole job was running down charts that he had, and we just we got to know her again. Uh, we, we it was a lots of crying and hugging when when she came back. Um, it was great. Um, one of the one of the things that I um, really have uh, been enjoying experimenting with Sean is the idea of using talking to for the paraprofessional staff. And at first, when we started talking, you know, my mind immediately went to solving some of my doctor problems. And we're we're not a paper uh, practice. We have been paperless for quite some time, but still having the problems that most of us have right now, which is that we're during COVID, we're all buried under patients. We have them coming out our ears. And my doctors were back to you know, being there until eight or nine at night, typing up charts. And uh, one of the things that has been super fun about having the team get involved is that their prep work, where they were also spending time typing up pieces of the medical record, both in prep for the appointment and then during the appointment, you know, you have a doctor doing their physical exam, they're verbalizing what they're doing to an assistant who was standing at the keyboard and typing, Um, And the nice part about them being able to just verbalize it one time and have it be captured now is that you recapture that staff time in the room where they previously would have had to sit there and type up what the doctor was verbalizing. And so it's helped with cutting some of the corners there in terms of the, the workflow during COVID and not having enough bodies. You know, everybody's shorthanded. Um, But the other unexpected benefit that we found was with staff training, because everybody's everybody's shorthanded and everybody um, is struggling for people right now. And one of the things we've we've been talking about in the Uncharted community a lot is how do we how do we actually find the time to work on training? And one of the things that one of uh, Andy and I's friends, Jen Galvin and her partner, Erica Cartwright, in their practice when they have something that someone is doing and they're teaching somebody else how to do it and there's no written protocol, there's no training materials for it. She's like, here, use the dictation software and 
write, you know, just verbalize what it is that you're doing. And then we've got the protocol in writing. And then now moving forward, anybody can train that person, which is so, so awesome and such an unexpected uh, benefit of of the software. Do your do you guys have other things that your users have come up with where the staff is using it? Yeah, I think the biggest one is client communication. You know, mm. it's so easy to pick up the microphone because you know what you want to say to the pet parent. You know exactly mm-hmm. what you want to say. So we we tell people pick up the microphone, close your eyes, put the cursor in your email, and just pretend that they were sitting there in front of you. Because the biggest challenge with dictation is like people get nervous. It's like they're sitting in mm. front of the microphone themselves. And you guys know, you guys know what this is like. You get a podcast mm-hmm. guest on the line and they've never done this before. And then all of a sudden they get lost. The same thing happens with people dictating. So we just tell people, close your eyes, pretend you're talking to a person. And the overwhelming thing that we hear from people is like just doing email, just getting through their inbox, like mm-hmm. super fast. That's fantastic. Sean, where can people learn more about Talkatu? Where can they find out more about you? Talkatu.com. We're on all the social channels. Um, yeah, we're, we, we're pretty easy to find. It's T-A-L-K-A-T-O-O. Put that in Google and, and you'll find us. And what's the uh, what do the first steps look like if they're like, I'm on board, I, I want to engage? Talk to me about that process. Yeah, you know, I think it's another thing that's unique about us, uh, Andy and Stephanie, is we think that people should buy our software if they like it. And so we let everybody have a seven-day free trial. You, you, you're not going to maybe get our microphone, but you you can have seven days. You don't have mm-hmm. to put a credit card on our website. We're not. It's like not bait and switch. Go there, hit sign up for a free trial, give us your first and last name, download the software. Within a couple of minutes, you can literally be dictating. And then the other option we have, if people want to have the best experience, you can pick any one of our plans, buy the software right away. We're going to ship you microphones so that you have an optimal experience. And then we also give you 30 days. So if you don't like the software, if it doesn't work for you, we don't want you to keep it. We don't want you to be Mm -hmm. out the money. We'll give you all your money back. We have a 30-day guarantee on all of our plans. That's That's fantastic. Cool. Well, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you running through everything with us, Sean. Yeah, Andy, it was my pleasure. You guys asked some really great questions. So it was my pleasure. And uh, hopefully we can save some people some time because I know people in the industry right now are are maxed and anything that can be done to help is probably worth a try. Absolutely. Thanks again. Very welcome. My pleasure to be here. Hey, guys, that's it for this week. Andy and I will be back next week better than ever. If you love today's episode and you'd like to find out more about what the Talkatoo guys are up to, you can find them at Talkatoo.com. That's T-A-L-K-A-T-O-O.com. And if you want to find out more about what Andy and I are up to or any of the Uncharted gang, you can find the updated calendar on the website at UnchartedVet.com forward slash upcoming dash events got the whole calendar and boy do we have a lot of great stuff coming at you real soon so check out the calendar and i hope to see you at an uncharted event here in the near future that's it take care everybody Mm -hmm.